Hi, my name is Dung G. Carr, and welcome to the works. Yeah, it's a black hole, man. It's mm-hmm. just, uh, there's, there's no one who's ever going to have the right answer. Exactly. But everyone thinks they have the right answer. So that's, uh, you know. <laughs> Everybody think, everybody's now is a professional in everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. You're... So how's everything, man? Everything it's good. good. It's yeah. good. Can't complain. Trying to, uh, I'm, I'm stuck in my room right now doing this thing. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, it would be better in person, but we're going to deal with uh, one thing at a time. Yeah. It's a good start, right? Did you start this like because of uh, the quarantine? And- no. So it all started because I actually wanted to do it um, before okay. and I got, I had everything lined up and you know what you want to do first is get kind of determine what you want to do with this thing. And basically the objective was that I love um, talking with people from different backgrounds, different fields, Mm -hmm. um, different ideas. And basically I'm very big on, on, uh, um, I'm very big on basically self-improvement, how the mind works. I'm, I'm intrigued by those things. Yeah. So there's a lot of people that come from, like I said, different backgrounds, different domains that could bring so much to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, you know what? Might as well just start recording these these conversations and see what it gives and what, what the output is, you know? Amazing. So. Amazing. Yeah, of course. It's a great way to share, you know, how people uh, deal with their own, you know, what they're going through. Exactly. Feeling and, uh, you know. Because everybody has stories. Everybody yeah. has stories that they want to share and mm-hmm. everybody has different ideas. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, so it's, it's a good way to, uh, to connect, uh, connect to people and what they do, uh, what they do for a living and then tie it up to, you know, life. Yeah. What do you, uh, what's your ideas on life? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's basically the, the, the idea. So that's why I brought you along. Cause I know you have an interesting mind. Ooh, thank um, you. So that's why. So how you've been uh, keeping yourself busy during these great times? Oh <laughs> uh, man. Uh good actually. You know like uh, I feel like I feel I feel bad saying that I'm having a, a very positive uh, sort of experience. Okay. With the what's going on because of everything that's happening too, you know, there's a lot of people who are not as you know, they're not as lucky. They're not in, in as good a situation as some other people might be. Mm-hmm. And my situation, I mean, like I had, a, I had work, but then I got laid off because of the whole thing. So uh, it kind of put me in a space where it's like, okay, this was my sort of, um, this was my work that I was doing. And it kind of, uh, it felt like a shadow career. I don't know if you've heard of this term. Okay. You ever read like, uh, there's this book, I think it's called Do the Work, and it's by Stephen Pressfield. Yeah, I heard about it. I never read it, though. It's, it's an amazing read. It's super short. It's like little nuggets of information. It's not even like a, it's not like a self-help book, like, uh, let's say, like something like this. That's like, fucking, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's just a little thing, and it has all these little things. And there's one chapter that's like about a shadow career. So basically, like, it's kind of the career you get into that's becomes the uh like the uh consolation prize for what you really want to do you know okay i see so um you know like let's say you like to uh fly airplanes you want to fly airplanes your dream is to be a, a pilot 
And what, what ends up happening is you just end up like, you know, working at the airport, doing baggage yeah. claim, doing, you know, it's, it becomes like a shadow career. It's a piece of something, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what it kind of made me realize. It made me realize like I was very complacent. I was very much like uh, comfortable in this job. It was providing me with like everything I needed to live. Mm-hmm. I was working in uh, video and and pop culture, which is something I enjoy, like, uh, you know, film and all that stuff. But it was kind of, yeah, it was just basically like a, a shadow career. So like what this space of what we're going through is making me see is that like, I should bring that focus back to my projects that I've always wanted to kind of get off the ground that's why I like you know i set up this green screen because yeah. i've always wanted to do like uh i don't know streaming or do some kind of videos yeah. i don't know it's just uh it's just like you know it's a bit like you were saying you had everything kind of set up for the podcast you have all the pieces and then like now um like this there's a thing that comes along and just pushes you to actually exactly it's it, it slowed know? down the pace right yeah. it's slowed down the pace and mm-hmm. i think that uh, yeah that thing is that everybody was so talk about myself as well right everybody was so in the grind and go 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 that the time that you had to reflect to say okay wait a minute what do i really want to do mm-hmm. and that's i think so i agree with you that as well for me was it's somewhat positive mm-hmm. other than the whole like uh the whole situation and and what's going on but a lot of people say like i'm bored Mm-hmm. And for yeah. me, I react to them. I'm like, what the hell are you? How are you bored? Like, there's so yeah. much, there's so many yeah. things to do. Like, yeah. what did you want to do before this thing happened and do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think, I think, uh, I think boredom is like such a good thing because you have that sort of from there you could create. Like, I'm bored. I don't know what to do. So, just, I mean, obviously, we could distract ourselves. We could watch Netflix, go watch, play video games, try to do all those things too. Uh, so it's a bit of finding a balance between doing something productive, like, like, you know, drawing, coming up with a script for a next video or, mm-hmm. or thinking of, uh, you know, some ideas, doing a brainstorm. And then there's also like, Hey, okay. I just want to kind of sit down and play a couple of games yeah. on my Nintendo, uh, you know, but do you think that's because you have, um, I guess you have a, a creative mind. Mm-hmm. right from what i know you have a very creative mind so maybe somebody that doesn't have that that need or that itch to create something maybe that has an impact on on i i i think so i believe i mean i believe everyone kind of has a certain creative um they have a creative energy about them right like there's nothing i mean like i could paint something and outwardly that looks creative mm-hmm. but then you have like an, an let's say an accountant who's like probably the exact opposite of a painter or a musician and everything but they see numbers in the way that like they could express their creativity through that like they understand how to connect numbers they know and that's like i think creativity is the the use of uh, your brain in a way that like uh, works best for you that's how I think is how you- yeah yeah it's not it's not necessarily like coming up with a painting or a video or yeah. a film or yeah. it it could be completely different for mm-hmm. everybody and everybody has their own way 
I guess, to express that, mm-hmm. that uh, creativity. Yeah. I think it's just maybe people, um, they have trouble with getting, uh, like maybe starting something, you know, like yeah. let's say they've always wanted to play, like now they're bored and maybe when they were a kid, they always wanted to play the piano. And then they're like, oh, you know, you're like, hey, why don't you just start playing the piano? And like, oh, I can't play the piano. I, I suck. I can't put like three notes together, which, yeah, that's fine. I'm sure anyone who ever touches a piano for the first time, like really sucks at it. But if you take a half hour a day and you, you play the piano, you're going to get better and you're going to get good and you're going to be able to string together songs. It's not something that happens one day. I think people, I think that's another thing too, is like, we're talking about like the fast pace of society and all this. And now we have like this like moment where we slow down and like we're always consuming what people are putting out there. Like you'll go on Instagram and you'll see like uh, some, some fitness guru influencer doing like <laughs> fucking ha- handstands and doing all these tricks. And you're like, wow, okay. You know, and then maybe you try and you fail like miserably that first or second time and you give up because your your mind or, you know, you, you kind of want to take this giant like step to being, you know, this like super human when you can't, you got to, sit down and you got to do the work you know that i i I haven't come up with a name for like example instagram Mm -hmm. but uh when i look at it the feeling i get when i'm like just browsing through instagram Mm -hmm. so i'll browse and i'll see like a creative post i'm like oh this is cool next i'll see a sad post i'm like oh Next, I'll see the fitness guru that you mm-hmm. talked about. Oh, shit, mm-hmm. maybe I should get in shape. Mm-hmm. Then next thing is I see somebody baking cookies. Oh, I'm, I'm hungry. So <laughs> w- within like that 30 seconds of flipping, your mind has been everywhere. Yeah. And I think that's, the, mm-hmm. I think, like you said, we're so bombarded that it, it pushes everybody in, in different directions and nobody actually takes the time to say, okay, wait, where do I want to go? Like, yeah. What do I want to do? You can't yeah. do everything, mm-hmm. but where do you want to go? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, it becomes this weird barometer that, uh, you compare yourself to, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like um, me a hundred percent, I'll look at it and I'll be like, I'll see something funny, a nice drawing. And I'll be like, Oh man, I wish I could draw like that. Or I wish I could, uh, could have came up with that kind of funny joke or idea, or I wish, you know, this, yeah. that, that. And it's like, Oh, you're just comp- comparing yourself to like everything and it's that's evil that's evil exactly you're 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 killing you're killing yourself at the end of the day you're killing your 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 mojo i call it right yeah so everybody has a mojo and everybody like everybody like i got i was in a conversation last night Mm -hmm. with a friend and it, it relates exactly to this and it was like well what's going on sucks. I'm like, okay, I somewhat agree with you. Yeah. Cause our lives, uh, stopped like they're on a standstill. So I'm like, okay, I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree that what we're going through sucks, but that your life is on a standstill. What do you mean? Well, we can't do anything. So the question was like, okay, so what would you want to do right now? that uh you can't do anymore because of what's going on well i don't know we can't we can't do much i'm like okay well one you're breathing right now you ate before so that's a start 
So what else can you do that you weren't able or that you're not able to do right now? Like, what is it? Mm -hmm. And that person couldn't give me an answer mm -hmm. because in reality, the only thing you can't do right now is what? Go to a bar to have a drink yeah. Yeah. or go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. But if you have a roof over your head, there's so much you could do. But yeah. you have to be creative about it. You have to think it through and you mm -hmm. have the time to do it. So you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> like you can yeah. do whatever. That's it. There's no, there's no two ways about it. There's just like, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a blip. Like it's a, you know, it's a space and time that you're getting to kind of re-examine things. Hmm. And I think, um, I think there's a few different factions of people and there's some who like, I would say like, you know, like yourself, you talk about self-improvement and self-awareness and like, this is a good time for that. This is a good time to be like, exactly. Oh shit. Like my world has gotten quieter. I don't have to go there. I don't have to see people. There's no events to go to. There's no movies coming out. There's no uh, new bar, new restaurant opening up. All birthdays are canceled. You know, like mm -hmm. you have no uh, uh, outside pressure, no, like societal pressure to be anywhere. So it's like you have this quiet space. And I think people who probably practice like self-awareness and trying to understand their thoughts and meditation and everything, this is kind of like a represent a bigger representation of that. And then there's, you have other people who maybe don't have that, haven't had that chance to be alone with themselves. So they're like, they got this like incessant sort of like thing going on where it's like, they're so used to kind of working all the time and going somewhere and doing this and being always in a certain motion mm -hmm. and like ha having that time that's like quiet and you can't do anything is probably like a bit nerve wracking because you're, you're, you're quiet with your thoughts that you haven't ha like taken the time to fully explore and understand where they come from and understand how you're, you know, how you're freaking psychological dna is built up you know exactly and and to go back to i i agree with that and the way of of looking at things and i'm a big uh, i'm a big believer in meditation i practice a lot of meditation um a lot of people don't believe me when i say it but i do mm -hmm. uh but the problem is is that i think people don't understand mm -hmm. what meditation is and why i i i kind of like I always put it out there for people. Yeah. I don't like telling them, yo, you got to do it, mm -hmm. but explore it. And this is exactly yeah. why it's like people that do some sort of meditation have this, this, uh, this vision of being alone with your thoughts mm -hmm. and meditation is not having no thoughts. It's mm -hmm. actually paying attention to your thoughts and then grooming them and say, okay, this one I don't need. This one, I'll, I'll, I'll look at it more in detail and see what I could do with it. And then you're actually, the thoughts are always going to be there, but you're actually, you, you're, you're creating kind of like a, a filter for yourself and you're actually choosing what type of filter you want. And people that practice meditation now are kind of in that state where you're alone with your thoughts right now because you're at home. What else is there to do? The biggest distractions are going to be your cell phone, phone calls, and uh, FaceTime, and, and Netflix, right? Mm -hmm. And all the other hours of the day that you have, well, it's basically that. You're with your thoughts. 
So if you're not, if you never were in tune with them right now, it's just like an overload. Right. It's an yeah. overload. And that's why I think people, it, it's causing stress and anxiety and all that. 100%. It's just, it's too much. And they're like, holy crap, I have too many thoughts. And it's negative, positive, negative, positive. So they haven't created that filter. So that's why I tell people, create that filter. If it's bad, if it doesn't make you feel good, get, get rid of it. It's mm -hmm. easier said than done. Mm -hmm. It takes practice. But I think that's the reason why people are, some people are dealing with it well. And mm -hmm. some people are, are having a difficult time with it. So yeah, yeah, they can't fill up that space. Yeah, you know that that like the busyness it quiets the mind. If you're always busy, exactly, you don't have a time to just uh, think. And and you know your mind's like, hey man, this is not <laughs> this is not working for us. You know, we've been trying to tell you, you know, all that anxiety. Yeah, you know, I think anxiety is like, uh, it's 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 not particularly good but it's good in the sense that like it's telling you something it's telling you it's making you aware that there's a shift that you have to like exactly. make in your life you know and i think uh people who just kind of fall into that sort of um that record where mm -hmm. it's like the you know like work and this and that and like they have everything kind of structured and then that structure just falls away and you're left with like like nothing that's that's very you know that's very um anxiety in, in, inducing because it's yeah you know imagine you have a routine you have all this and then everything just kind of goes away whereas i think like what you said beautifully about meditation it allows you to see those thoughts and and it allows you to it gives you that space too like when you're just out and about in the world even when you're not meditating you become more aware of your thoughts and you're able to see a thought as like Okay, that was a negative thought, you mm -hmm. know, but it was yeah. just a thought. It was like just yeah, identifying it. That's yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, it was like electricity in your brain that got together at some point in time, and it <laughs> it, it revealed to you this negative image. But that's not the truth. It was just this, you know. Exactly. Uh, and and then if you believe in that thought, then that's when the emotion comes in, and then you have like everything kind of just goes negative or positive, you know, depending. Uh, yeah. But I think it's about even like radical uh, acceptance, you know, of the moment. Radical like, like okay, this is what's happening. Um, you know, there's that, that space where you're like, oh, man, this is happening. It sucks. I don't know what to do. And, and like, I think we all get there. And, and then there's like, uh, okay, you know, take stock of what you have. Like you're saying, oh, you have a roof over your head. You ate. You have the, like, this is stock of what you have. Like you have just having like what you see as your basics you know like the food and breathing and a shelter and everything those are your your basics you don't even think about those things because we were born into it and everything but then there's like you know and it's not to dilute anyone's situation because i find it's a bit uh it's annoying sometimes when you're going through something and someone's like oh you know like there's people uh, on the other side of the world who have it so much worse it, it kind of diminishes what people are going through but at, at the same time there's that like that layer of gratitude that you have to have for the things that that you have, you know, that are just basic, you know? Exactly. And, and a lot of people like it, it, it comes down to that. Like a lot of people are like the biggest stressors right now are, oh, I can't go out. I can't see my friends. Mm -hmm. I can't. And, 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 and it's like, okay, I agree with that. It's, it does suck. Like we're, we're social creatures. We need to, to socialize. But what would you do if you're 
internet and cell phone would stop working. Like you're still yeah. able to socialize. It's different. You got to mm-hmm. adapt, but it's still there. And you got to kind of like take a coin and see the other side of it and say, okay, well, I'm still able to talk to my friends. I'm still able to see them technically. Right. Yeah. But so it all depends. And, and there was a, actually, uh, I came across this, uh, He's a doctor, psychologist. I can't exactly remember what he said, but he was talking about anxiety. And he, he actually said that, you know, some people say, oh, anxiety, it, it, it's bad and whatever. And we all agree that, that it's not good. But he actually, through his studies, he said everybody has anxiety. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that it all depends how you deal with the anxiety okay some have it worse than others i'm not trying to diminish that Mm -hmm. but some people have anxiety negative in a negative context where it kind of uh it kind of like fogs their way of thinking and it, it cramps them whereas somebody that enjoys roller coasters or driving at 200 kilometers an hour on on uh on uh with a race car that is also to him a form of anxiety that somebody needs. You're creating that anxiety of that speed and that stress and that adrenaline. But he, through his studies, he still says that that's a form of anxiety. But to, to another person, it's, they need it to make it become posit- something positive in their life. Whereas in, some, in another context, anxiety is negative for other people. Mm-hmm. So it's, his way of thinking was like super weird, but still kind of like eye-opening. And at the at the end of it, his message was: you could make any stress in your life become whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So it's up to you to choose it, right? Mm-hmm. So there's so many different uh, ideas and thoughts around that that it's uh, that's what keeps keeps my mind going is that wait a minute this guy said this but this guy said the complete opposite yeah okay now i have to evaluate both which yeah. one is true <laughs> how do i apply this guy's thoughts or what about this other guy like who are yeah. these people yeah. why do they think that so it's yeah. like it's just never ending and that's what makes mm-hmm. my mind go nonstop. yeah yeah and that's the thing eh? the noise the uh you know but like again it's uh discernment and the you know, you're taking uh, you're taking what the world is telling you, and you're filtering it through uh, your your knowledge, what you know, because you're uh, you know you're an experiencer as well. You've experienced a certain amount of time in this life, and from your you know corner of what you've seen, and uh, to take that time and be like, okay, this is this is how it's going to work for me. You know, like this. This spoke to me, that spoke to me, this was didn't really work, but you know, it might work for someone else, but you know, for yourself and who you are in this moment. Yeah. Uh yeah, I think that's uh that's a that's and that like again, going back to politics, you know, and I know we're not gonna talk about politics, but it's <laughs> a, I think that's the the because we all we see is the extremes, right? When you go on uh, Facebook, especially Facebook is like a cesspool of uh yeah. <laughs> everyone just yelling out whatever the fuck is coming <laughs> and those are those are the extreme like okay this person is the, is the extreme there no there's no discernment going on here they're like 
particularly this side or that side. And all they're doing is yelling what their side is about. And they're yelling what their side about and they're not finding any sort of middle ground. But what they don't know is that the other person has, is like the other half of the truth, right? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. vice versa. It's like, if you find that sort of middle ground together, and again, that's a, that's, that's, that's what creates most problems in the world. Eh? Is it's yeah. trying to find that middle ground. Everybody's wants a bigger piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody thinks they know a little bit more than someone else. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what creates, and even and it, that works even in your own brain, right? Yeah. The right side versus the left side, who knows more, who's right, who's mm-hmm. wrong. So a hundred percent. I I believe that like, the, the first relationship that you have to fix and work on is the relationship you have with yourself, right? Exactly. Because then everything else is shit. Like, exactly. Yeah, you know? Well, the, there's one thing that I believe in, and it's, um, uh, I actually have it tattooed on my arm, and it's uh, create your own reality. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it comes down to that is everybody has a different perception of things, right? And it comes down even to like, uh, let's say, take your favorite song, right? It's mm-hmm. your favorite song for a particular reason, whether it's whether it's the vocals, the lyrics, uh, the, the the bass, whatever it may be. And that's your favorite song for those reasons. Then you ask another person about that particular song, and it's like, well, it doesn't do anything for me. This song, mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't get me at a at a certain place where I want to get to it music so it's like okay that's perception so you created your own reality about this song that it's your favorite and this other person says well no this is my favorite song for these reasons so it all comes down to perception and it all comes down with you know experiences and and basically creating your own reality so and creating the reality if you go back to the song thing is what's your reality that you made up of what a good composition of a song is versus mm-hmm. someone else. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's that ongoing battle that uh, everybody yeah. has. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I think people don't realize they're, they're that powerful that they create their own reality. You know, it's crazy how powerful the, 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 the mind is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like when you really start to get into the depths of it, when you start thinking about like, uh, uh, what's that theory with the cats there? Um, um, well, basically anything to do with quantum, you know, yeah. quantum theory and anything yeah. to do with like the fact that atoms change based on the fact that you, whether or not they're being observed, you know? Mm-hmm. Like yes, how, it's insane. You know, and yeah, it's, it's like, I don't know. I feel like, uh, you know, I believe in that sort of a simulation uh, theory the fact mm-hmm. that like we're living in a simulation <laughs> uh i heard like this thing from alan watts a long time ago is like uh you know you're playing a game right you're playing a game you 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 play a certain game and it gets boring so you uh, you hire the stakes you know yeah and, and you keep playing the game and you keep hiring the stakes and then the the only way for the game to not be boring is you have to think of the game as real and the only way to think of the game is real is to forget that you're inside a game. <laughs> so that's just like, you know, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I feel like. And then you're looking at like technology, you're looking like, you know, I've been playing a lot of video games because of quarantine and uh, fuck, I'm, I'm like, a lot of it is like, uh, 
you're looking at the graphics, for example, like the, the advancement in graphics, bro. Like, you know, we're the same age. You remember like Super Mario. How that yeah, looked, exactly. Like you're blown away by like uh, Super <laughs> Nintendo when it came out and then Mario 64. But now like the yeah. graphics are like, are like at a crazy level. And, and now with, you know, VR becoming uh, even more advanced, like with, uh, you know, the latest game there from uh, the Half-Life guys there to Steam. I don't know yeah. if you heard of it, Alex. Yeah. Mm-hmm where I saw a video of a, a teacher because there was a quarantine and in the game, like you could like, there's a point where you could grab a, a marker and you could like, m- like draw things on a, on a window. And it was a teacher who was giving a psych, uh, psychic, uh, not psychic, sorry, physics lesson okay. in the game on the, you know, oh and my it, God. like he's erasing and he's like using the whiteboard inside the game. And it's like the precision and everything is just, it's crazy, you know? And it's like, so now it's we're like, real. It's becoming real. Yeah, it's becoming real. You know, and like then you have the guys who are working on the technology for the treadmill, the omnidirectional treadmill. So you have like this like round sort of ring. Okay. And it recognizes which direction you're walking in. So it like it moves in that direction. You could stop and then you turn and then the treadmill like kind of moves under you depending which direction you're walking in. So you have like okay. a headset on. And you're walking around this virtual world and the treadmill's like moving for you. That's insane. And uh, you're just like in another world. Uh, and, you know. So and I guess so they I, got, because the, the last one that I saw that was something mm-hmm. similar was actually the, uh, the, uh, cycling, um, the cycling program okay. where you're cycling and you actually have this big uh, screen in front of you. And basically you could, you could choose a different trail every day whether you want to go cycling and do a 20k or 40k in spain mm-hmm. in mallorca or in france or in wherever you pick wherever country you want to go to and you're actually with the screen and with the headphones and they have the the, the all the 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 sounds of air and the, the 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 noises of the birds and the cars passing you and you're just cycling there and you're just going at it and you're actually yeah you're there you're there. You're, you're practically like, there. Yeah. You're you're cycling in Spain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. There's even some some uh, places that they do a thing where they have like um, picture like a laser quest or like a laser tag. You know. Yeah. You no, know, you have like that sort of uh, you have that room with all the obstacles and everything that you have to go around, and so they have they have something like that, but they have a like a virtual they have it virtually mapped to. Uh, to something in a virtual space. Mm-hmm. So like uh, maybe when you don't have the goggles on, you'll see like just a box, but then you put the goggles on and it'll be like a crate uh, or some kind of, you know, container. Or, you yeah. Know, that wall is uh, really a metal door with the glasses on. So they have like this space, you put the glasses on and you're just walking around and you could, you could, the obstacles are actually like obstacles in the VR world that you could touch and feel, you know, and like that's crazy. Yeah. It's tracked one-to-one. Like you're just walking through this virtual world with the, the headset on, you know? <laughs> so that's, I don't know, like my, and my st- stupidity of whatever thoughts or, you know, like my, my thing is like, what if that's already happened already to us where we created a, such an advanced world simulation that we, uh, ended up forgetting that we're in 
the simulation, you know? <laughs> it's and true. That's, that's and now this is know? just another simulation inside that simulation. Yeah, inside the simulation. <laughs> it like keeps, you know? And uh, I don't know. But that's, again, that's a, a thought to ponder. That's not a, you know, you, it's not you a fact. It's not you a, never you know? know. But you, you never, never know. know. You never know. Right? What if what if there's there's another Earth somewhere else mm-hmm. where these people are actually uh, living a completely different life than us? You know, there's all these yeah. there's all these theories that nobody nobody knows. There's yeah, there's um, you know what was it? Uh, what was it Albert Einstein or I think it was Albert Einstein who said that like. The most incomprehensible thing about reality is the fact that it's so comprehensible. Yeah. Meaning like the more you measure it, the more you see that like there's a certain correlation going on with different things, you know, like you Mm -hmm. take like Fibonacci sequence, you take uh, the golden spiral, the fact that like things are mathematically connected to each other. It's like, what the the hell? Like what I, what I believe in. What I believe in is mm-hmm. also talking about all these math thing is pi. Right. You know, pi 3.14 and mm-hmm. it just never ends. It's mm-hmm. just a never ending uh, cycle of just numbers after numbers mm-hmm. after numbers. And at the end of the day, it's, it's infinite. It goes to infinite. And that's what I believe mm-hmm. of, of what it is. It's just infinite. No, sure. It just never stops. For sure, for sure. You ever try uh, uh, the methyltryptamine? <laughs> no, what's that? No? DMT. No. No, it's no. Uh, it's interesting in, in the terms of uh, uh, talking about infinite spaces. Uh, I don't know if you ever if you ever seen um, after this when you inevi- inevitably go back on Instagram, check out Alex Gray. Uh, I, I I don't remember his exact profile but if you even search google you look for alex gray okay he's an artist and he does um he does this uh, actually i don't know you've you've heard of um i'm sure you've listened to tool yes of course so a lot of their uh covers cover arts are uh his art okay so i think in either Ten Thousand days or the one before there's the you know there's you have that that being with all the eyes and Mm -hmm. everything it's like so it's basically this art is uh, inspired by this other place, this very uh, psychedelic place. And um, well, what DMT is, it's basically like this compound that you smoke, you mm-hmm. take like a puff of. And what it does is it D, actually DMT is in your brain already. Like you have it right now. You have like a pocket of it uh, stored up. I'm not a scientist. so I don't know if like I'm for sure getting <laughs> a lot of it wrong. And what happens when you when you smoke this compound is it triggers your brain to release the DMT into your body. Okay. And what happens is you have this very euphoric sort of psychedelic trip that lasts for like 10 to 15 minutes. And what DMT is actually is, is the same substance that your brain releases when you die. So basically okay. this compound is I don't know, it's sending a signal that's like, hey, okay, this guy's dying or this person, this being is dying. So let's release the DMT. So that way, like we could have like the least possible, you know, worst experience yeah. of death, you know? And yeah. so that's kind of um, what this compound does. It, you smoke it and then it, it like, it, you re- it releases this, um, this fluid into your system. 
uh, and yeah, and it's just basically the the colors, the things that you see. Everyone ha everyone who speaks about having tried it has always experienced the sort of similar thing. Like uh, they, yeah. that's why this the, there's this uh, artist, the artist Alexander Gray. His art is very representative of what people have seen. Like he was able to capture in a very succinct manner what people experience. So it's interesting that like have all these different types of people who have tried this thing and they all kind of experience a very similar uh, images, similar things, you know? Okay. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, talking about like, you know, simulation and, 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 death and rebirth and all that and a lot of it is um, very fractal in nature mm -hmm. so like the more you go inside it the more it expands exactly like, uh, the image is like always the same and the more anywhere you go into it you you know you always find and it's i feel like that's kind of you know like you're talking about pi you're talking about like how everything's connected excuse me <coughs> uh and yeah um I just thought like that that correlation there is uh is interesting because like I remember I I had tried it with uh, a buddy of mine like a while back uh, mm -hmm. like 5 6 years ago cuz a roommate had it and I just remember like the way it I don't know the way like kind of just reality broke down for like that 10 minutes you know yeah like I wasn't here I wasn't like uh, I was looking at my friend and he had like, f like his eyes and then he had another pair of eyes here. And then I was looking at the brick wall and the brick wall had like these really so, crazy so, hieroglyphics. Yeah, so sorry. you do, so you do remember the experience. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you very, remember very vividly. Oh, okay. Okay. It was like, well, probably one of the most vivid things I've experienced. Wow. In my life was just like this, like complete, um, I just remember it kind of going into, um, there was my, my buddy who was like, okay, you know, he kind of coached us through it. Then I remember the wall, everything felt ancient. That's the way I would describe it, which was very strange. It was a very strange feeling that you'd okay. think it would, you would feel elated or, or anxious and all, but the feeling was that everything was ancient. Hmm. I don't know if I could describe that anymore. Yeah. It kind of felt like it, it felt like we were in the times of the pyramids, you know, the pyramids wow. were just being built. Okay. And like the realization was that like, you know, we are kind of in the time of the pyramids, like even presently, you know, because time is uh, illusionary. It's exactly. not. Uh, so it kind of, I guess, put me in that sense of like, everything is all just one thing you know and uh, we're experience you're experiencing something in like in all dimensions it's very strange i can't like it's obviously it's diff it's it's a thing that's difficult to explain you oh, could only you, you could only experience it exactly uh -huh. yeah. yeah that's yeah. it and uh like what i derived i remember just seeing those those figures, those, like, he told me to close my eyes. And then like, that's when you're just like, sh like as if you're shot out into space okay. with this rocket. And I just remember seeing all these like vivid green and neon and pink and everything just coming at me. And 
I remember seeing like a sort of face and like someone just kind of like these hands that were like kind of just turning and tweaking the colors that I was seeing. Wow. And, uh, and it but lasted maybe, like maybe that was Maybe that was you doing that. Maybe those were your maybe. hands doing that and adjusting to what you wanted. Yeah, it could very well be. It could yeah. be like, uh, it could have been me. It could have been like a higher, yeah, my higher self yeah. doing this. And I was like, you know, I was just kind of, you're, like my corporal self was just enjoying and, and observing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but there was something there. There was something I connected to that was outside of me. You know, and then when you come back and you come back and you're not like, uh, you're not fucking wasted. You're not, you know, there's no hangover. There's no, you know, you're yeah. just kind of, you come back and you're like, okay, well, where did I go for the last 10, 12 minutes, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was it. That was it. Interesting. And that was more, that was one of those like moments in my life where I was like, oh, fuck, there's more to, there's more to what we're experiencing than we could put words on, you know? Yeah. Did you, did you ever watch uh, on Netflix? Um, uh, I think it's called goop. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and she, she came out with like a mini series mm -hmm. and, um, a one, one of these, these episodes was actually on, um, um, uh, going into some space where they have some sort of, um, some tea that mm -hmm. you drink and it bring it literally brings you to another place mm -hmm. mentally and most importantly psychologically mm -hmm. and it kind of they use it for um um a lot of people had like issues that uh basically were were bottled up, bottled up and they didn't have any um any power within themselves to to speak about it so they use this tea to kind of like put you in some sort of a psychological state where you, if it's done properly, you could actually get rid of that tension. Right. And once you, you actually come out of it, the people were actually saying like, this is the craziest experience I've ever had. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the emotions like were just coming out so strongly and once you're out, it kind of like removes that barricade for people that now all of a sudden they've experienced this, this, I guess, psychological slash emotional effect that this tea had. And now coming back from that experience, they're able to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, they've removed that emotional charge that, that, memory or whatever yeah. it is has you know yeah i think you're talking about ayahuasca if i'm not like mistaken. it's possible i can't remember it's i don't want to it's like a herb from uh deep uh peru exactly almonds uh kind of gift to people and then you have that you have you, you have the person taking the ayahuasca and then you have the helpers exactly help them kind exactly. of regurgitate all the stuff that's going on and yeah uh, yeah yeah it's pretty intense it's intense stuff like and I, and and those things, they make you think, right? They make you like question, wait a minute, you know, yeah. like what's going on here? What's, what's yeah. this about? And what, what, mm -hmm. like, what are the effects? And like, are people actually exploring this more? Yeah. You know, not that it's Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow putting it on, on Netflix and yeah. are people questioning it, right? Mm -hmm. are, are, yeah, it's for sure leading into a space where it's like, uh, 
being more and more accepted, you know? I mean, yeah. like now with the legalization of marijuana, but then like psychedelics, what psychedelics does is it puts you face to face with possibly uh, traumatic uh, events that happen in your life. Like you mm -hmm. have this, uh, there's this, um, an organization in the U.S. called MAPS. Okay. Uh, which I forget. Is it MAPS? I'm not 100% sure. I'm pretty sure it's, it's MAPS. But essentially, it's uh, they, they, study, um, they study psychedelics. They study the use of psychedelics. And mm -hmm. especially in the context of like soldiers and stuff who have PTSD. So there's like a, uh, an MDA, MDMA study going on where they give, they give these soldiers who experience PTSD MDMA and they, they go through it with them. They walk them through. It's not like, it's not at all like what, you know, Hey, take what MDMA people think. Yeah, we'll exactly. listen to electronic music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They give him this and then they go back. They bring them back to those moments where there was like a, a deep psychological trauma and then they, yeah. They walk them through it, you know, they walk yeah. them through it. And then you get to the other side where there's no charge to it. There's no, like, you could talk about it and be like, oh yeah, you know, like yeah. I had to, you know, I blew up a freaking, I don't know, and killed a bunch of people. And it's like, you know, like they, they're able to have a certain objectivity about it. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, I've heard about it. I can't remember where I read it, but I've heard read it or maybe seen a video about it, but yeah, I've, uh, it's, it's, mm -hmm. It's it's bringing another level to to everything, right? I yeah. think. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's there's microdosing too. Have you ever heard of like microdosing? No clue. Where um, this is something that like essentially was being um, it was being popularized by Silicon Valley. Okay. Where all these freaking people who were working in startups and everything, they'd go in. And so essentially what microdosing is, is you take uh, about like a third, maybe even a quarter of a dose of either LSD or psilocybin mushrooms. Mm -hmm. And you do this every three days. And what it does is it kind of, um, it like they're noticing a lot of positive effects. Like people have been more like creative, more social, they're finding more creative solutions to their problems. They're dealing with their anxiety better. They're, you know, they're working. Um, so it's almost like expanding their minds, I guess. Yeah. That's what yeah, it's I doing. So I think it's, uh, it's, it's that, I mean, like, cause when you, when you, they've done studies on psilocybin and they, they notice that like you, people have done it, have, they have, uh, complete character changes. They have changes wow. in them that are like irreversible. And they also found that they're positive character changes. Now, I mean, okay. that's not to say that everyone should do it. Yeah. Uh, apparently if you have like, uh, you know, issues with um, mental illness, like uh, schizophrenia or anything like that, that you could be negatively affected, you know, it might open up a part of you that like, you know, might yeah. bring in some stuff that like it, it, so obviously i mean it's that's the tough part that's why i think like the studies and and doing things and making sure you do your research before you try anything and uh, you know understanding that there's yeah. a risk there it's not like hey yeah, i'm gonna exactly. do this and go party you know but, yeah <coughs> it's interesting yeah so there's a lot of uh there's a lot of interesting uh a lot of interesting things coming out so mm -hmm. you give know, me give me one second okay yeah, yeah go 
All right. <laughs> yeah, we we went uh, we went deep, eh? Into yeah, we went deep, but it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So, what are you doing other than uh, and watching Netflix mm. to keep it keep your mind uh, keep sane mind. or busy or whatever you want to call it? Speaking speaking of Netflix, there's a show called uh, Midnight Gospel. Okay. Do you know uh, Duncan Trussell? Mm. He's a podcast, Duncan Trussell Family Hour. No. No, he's been on Joe Rogan a few times. Okay. So I'm, I'm surprised. Maybe... Pro- probably I've seen him because I for love, sure. I absolutely love Joe Rogan. And it's. Yeah, I you've for sure that. seen this guy. Okay. Like, he has a very distinct voice. Okay. And what does um, he do? He, he is basically, Midnight Gospel is like this animated uh, cartoon by Pendleton Ward, who's the guy who uh, who created the show Adventure Time, okay. which is also very good if ever you get a chance to watch. And uh, it's new on Netflix, came out like last week. And uh, basically, the, the format is very interesting. It's, a, it's like an interview, like kind of like this, like a podcast that the guy is having. Mm-hmm. And then they, they animate a story around it. Oh, nice. Okay. So like, yeah, in the first one, he's talking to this like... Uh, I forget who the first guest is, but they're talking about like, uh, they're actually talking about drug use. And, okay. Uh, it's funny because ca- it came out on 420. Okay. So I'm sure that was obviously planned. I hope so. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's having an interview. And in the cartoon is that there's a zombie apocalypse and they're killing zombies at the same time while they're talking about like this, this thing about, you know. And, and, they have, and, and this is on Netflix? This is on Netflix, yeah. Okay, okay so I'm going to check it out for sure. Check it out. It's amazing. You're going to love it, especially like, you know, if you're interested in like what we just talked about. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But aside from that, like, uh, you know, I've been I've been thinking about like uh, Nonna Maria a lot and wanting to get back into. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you. I was going to ask you on that. Mm-hmm. And because uh, I mean, she hasn't been around in a while. Yeah, it's been. I don't remember the last time I made an actual video. I think it was maybe uh, during the Pokemon Go one, we made like a funny little clip for Instagram. Pokemon Go is like... Yeah, that was uh, crazy. That that was was insane. It made no sense. It made no sense. (laughs) Especially where I live, like downtown. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there was like these, like, I don't know, like I was at night going to to buy some groceries. Mm -hmm. And you had these people like, whipping by you running pushing you out of the way it's like so one guy actually was a a genius okay uh back in the day here now it's not there anymore but there was kind of like a little alley Mm -hmm. behind buildings that led to uh, an actual garage okay like a a car garage and the only way to access it was this little alleyway and obviously belonged to the owner of this garage. And there was some of these like Pokemon people that they had to go through this um go through this alley mm-hmm. to get to to pick up whatever you had to pick up, right? And this this garage owner, he set up a table and bought cases and cases of water and actually sold bottles of water in order for people to access <laughs> where they needed yeah. to go. And yeah. actually that was the, the only thing out of this whole thing. And I'm like, this guy's a genius. Like yeah. this guy's yeah. a genius. <laughs> yeah. You got to capitalize on these. Uh, these and he was things. like s- selling them by the ton, by the oh, ton. Yeah. Like it's crazy. So 
That's yeah. That's uh... yeah. So going back to Nana, how did how did it start? How did Nana Maria start? That's what I want to know. I never asked you. How did it start? It like I can't pinpoint. There's all these different little factors that lead to like us getting an uh, a puppet of an old lady and then start fucking fucking around with it. Uh, but basically, I mean, it it started with uh, always wanting to make videos, wanting to make people laugh, and uh, you know, with me and the guys, and uh, just wanting to like. Uh, we were making videos in high school that like, you know, whenever we had like, uh, I remember those. Yeah. I remember, I remember those. those. Fucking, yeah. You know, I like, remember this those. is before, like, I mean, the internet was there, but like, there was no YouTube. There was no, exactly. We would just make videos to, you know, put it on a VHS and then we play it in the classroom whenever we get a project. And yeah. it was just, it was just fun stupidities. There was nothing, you know? Yeah. And uh, then there was a little bit of cartoons. We did a bit of cartoons uh then i was doing um i was doing these cartoons for uh, pasquale and rosina parmigiano yeah i don't know if you've heard of them i was doing yep. them cartoons and, and i realized okay you know what maybe i should do my own thing too like i was doing my own thing before now i'm doing these uh cartoons for for these people and the, every fucking cartoon is the same shit so i'm like let me just fucking you know come up with a concept and uh you know, the first concept was, uh, was, was called Minge Bro. Okay. So essentially it was like a cartoon based off of, uh, you know, what it was like to grow up as exactly. uh, <laughs> in St. Leonard and go to Laurier and go out and go to Lexion and go to extremes and, you know, and we made, I made like a little cartoon that went, uh, it went viral ish, like email viral before there was no Facebook or whatever. <laughs> And it was called Minge Bro, and uh, it starts off with a fucking the the sign of Saint Leonard, and it's like the yellow Civic smashes into it, and it's like, bro, bro, it's my mom's Civic, what the fuck, bro, you know, like they're all like, and then they go to the club, and the guys, the bouncers, the guy's cousin, they're all underage, they all get in because of the, you know, like it was just stupidity. That was like the idea, the initial idea was yeah. to go, just to go there and. Um, I remember one of the characters was going to be like a lion statue. Like he was just this, you know, yeah. it's a lion statue. I don't know what he was going to sound like. But he was just like, a, <laughs> maybe it could have been like an imaginary character. I don't know. Uh, and then after I was talking to Her- Herminio and, uh-huh. uh, and I know with Herminio, we used to work at the LDV center uh-huh. and uh, we used to prank call the receptionist. Uh, and I would pretend to be an old lady and Herminio would pretend to be like a, an old man in the background, <laughs> you know, and I would be asking for like Joka Kion tickets, <laughs> you know, like, and Herminio would be like, you know, I start the you know, like we used to like fuck around and then, um, and so he's like, oh, you know what we should do? We should do an old lady, uh, an old Italian grandmother, an old Italian grandfather, and Dave is their grandson, you know? I was like, ah, oh, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. Said, no, no, we're doing it. We're doing it. So I'm buying the puppet live. <laughs> okay, so he bought the puppet. He bought a, a fucking uh, a nonna puppet, a Luigi puppet, and yeah. a chicken. Yeah, I remember that chicken, and, that famous yeah, chicken. That fucking chicken. <laughs> I was like, and then they came and were like, okay, you know, I started to do a little bit of videos with the chicken. And then, uh, you know, I did a few videos with Ruminio with the chicken and then like some, some other stupidities. And then, and then we went up north and then, um, 
You brought the puppets up we north? We brought the puppets up north. <laughs> and then, like, uh, I wanted to do more chicken videos, but then memes like, no, oh, no, dude, let's, let's fuck around. Yeah, let's put on some music and fuck around with these, like, Italian puppets. Let's just fucking do stupidities, you know? I, okay, so he started to, like, you know, uh, Eric took the nonno, I took the grandmother, and then Dave was just there. And that's Dave's perfect role. Is he just gets to be there and he gets to react, you know? <laughs> And then uh, it was like, you know, and it started, I think, with the, the, the one where he's like, he was just on, the, ca- the, he was just on his, the camera. He was looking at some pictures that we took, like, throughout the day while we're up north. And I go up to him with Nona. It's like, I'm, I'm just trying to be as annoying as possible to, to Dave, you know? Yeah. And then, like, he reacts like, okay, malasha mister. You know, it became like this stupidity, you know? And then... And then from there, then from there, we're like, okay, Dave, you go play Nintendo. It was basically asking Dave to do what he was normally gonna do, but then just have none to like annoy the shit out of him. Annoy the shit out of him, you know? <laughs> okay, Dave, go play Nintendo. So he just sits down and he starts playing uh, Super Mario Galaxy. Hey, okay, go Mario, it's your Mario's amor, and it's like becomes this, you know. And then we we did the the another we did a song we did a bunch of other stupidities and we were just watching them and we we're laughing every time we're like oh my god I can't believe it. we're laughing and this was back when like it was on tape and that's how like yeah it was like ten years ago eleven years ago now so it was like on a a camcorder with a tape you couldn't just like uh, put it on a hard drive or email it to yourself you know you had to like plug your camera to the computer. And then, like, have it record, you know, if like into press record yeah, and, yeah, you know, it's like that was the only way of importing the the footage, you know. Yeah, it's not like today where we could make TikTok videos, right? Yeah, boom, and it's yeah. out. And it's it's out. out. That's it. In three seconds, it's crazy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, from there it was like, we put up the first one, you know, I got like five thousand views. We're like, oh fuck, okay, you know. But this was already because I had put them on my um. Like going back to the Pascal and the Rosino one, there was some stupidities that happened with them. Uh, so I put I put those videos on my YouTube, and uh, and they went they went viral like on my YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I, before that, they were on my website. This before YouTube, they were, they were on my website, and there were already people sharing them on my website. You know, they were sharing them in email and all that. And then uh, I put them on my YouTube channel, and you know, they started to get uh, popular there and then i i started to put up nana maria uh videos there so i yeah. already had a bit of a base okay uh so i felt that helped in in getting to like a lot more eyeballs quick you know quicker exactly <coughs> excuse me and now and, uh, and now you want to bring it back and now it's like uh you know it's been up and down you know yeah. emotionally and uh and like the, the way the like the ideas I have, we've always had like so many ideas and I've always like felt like I never really brought it to the potential place that I could bring it, you know? Mm-hmm. And a bit of that like comes down to like, fuck, yeah. you know, there's a bit of a fear associated with that because of like, oh, is it going to be good enough? Is it going to be, you know, people are going to laugh. Uh, yeah. You know, are we going to run out of ideas someday? Am I going to be able to continue this voice? You know, there's all these like things that come up, you know, and, um, and a bit too, like the, the, the scrutiny of the public, you know, that was something that I had a little, uh, had trouble with too. Like people just kind of, you know, like, again, 
you know how they say like don't read the comments it's 100 yeah. true there like uh you know the the work of doing it is is for you you know like that one the actual work like exactly. sitting down and doing it and, and then you finish it and then once you publish it it's for everyone else you know you did your part that was for you and then you publish it and then how whatever reaction it gets is the reaction that it gets you know yeah but uh like every every once in a while you have that hard time like kind of separating the two you know like you're just kind of like you know like you work hard on something and then it you know but like again there, I'm, I'm yeah I'm probably, yeah go ahead sorry there's a there's actually right this morning i was listening to an episode of um uh it's a podcast called uh impact theory mm-hmm. okay and it's very similar to basically he has a bunch of people there uh interviewing them and again self-development uh ideas and um this guy actually had um a speaker there today and he was actually talking about that mm-hmm. and he was talking about uh, this guy's uh he's um he's uh an artist he's um a writer he re- just recently wrote a book which right now I'm on my phone. I'm trying to get this guy's name. And he was speaking exactly of that. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, he outputs a lot of material. And a lot of these these things are always like, people are always commenting on it. And people are always trying to bring him down. Mm-hmm. And basically, he explains, um, you know, this is always going to happen. Yeah. and And this is where actually the creativity starts. His name is Dave Rubin. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. And basically, um, he actually talks about that. That's it's always going to exist, and this is where, like, as either an artist or somebody who creates something, mm-hmm. just to kind of like differ differentiate the two, because it's always going to be there. Either people yeah. are going to give you a high five, or they're going to try to bring you down. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and he was actually talking about that. That was super interesting. And again, I'll be super honest. Like, I went those thoughts went in my mind when I started this podcast. Yeah. Right. And I'm just like, well, at the end of the day, who the hell's Johnny to make a podcast? Mm-hmm. Right. Realistically, yeah. uh, I'm not uh, somebody that's uh, uh, a celebrity or that's known to be on, on, but at the end of the day, I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah. If you like it, you'll listen to it. Yeah. If you don't like it, well, go listen to something else. I'm not going to force anybody to do it. I'm yeah. not. People are always going to be opinionated. Just like mm-hmm. now, for sure, people are going to talk about, oh, my God, you were talking about drugs. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't mm-hmm. like hearing it, mm-hmm. we're not, uh, not going to force you to, to listen to it. So that's the, yeah. I think that's what got me out of it and saying, you know what? Just do it. Yeah. At the end of the day, You'll get the high fives or you'll get the kick in the nuts regardless. Yeah, regardless. Exactly. exactly, yeah. And we're more programmed to uh, to react to the negative. Absolutely. Because we're just wired that way. That's Absolutely. how we, you know, uh, it's instinct. It's, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. the, the, the living in the forest, if you see a bear, you're running for the hills, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like you, there's a different... Uh, energy there's different power that negativity brings and uh and i think it's about uh you know being able to to harness that power too you know and mm-hmm. and just you know it's like you said 
Well, at the end of the day, Nana Maria was good. <laughs> Thank you. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was super interesting. It made I, me laugh. I don't think we ever kind of, I never really encountered anything that negative, except maybe once when, for, and it was a big mistake, was uh, getting uh, political. I wasn't even getting political. It was more of a, a message about love, right? We made a message about love. Okay. And uh, it was, you know, anti, it was pro-love. It was, uh, you know, anti-homophobia, you know, because it was, it came after the uh, Orlando, there was that thing that happened in Orlando yeah. where the guy went into a gay club and he, yeah. Yeah, he killed a bunch of, you know. Yeah. And so someone, we were doing a vlog and someone asked the question like, hey, no, no, what do you think about uh, gay people and everything? And, you know, like. Obviously, the character of Nonna, as a real Nonna, like would not, like would ha- would, ha- because I think what's ca- what's charming about Nonna is that she's, she's a Nonna. She's from another time. She has prejudices. She has, exactly. you know, her limited ways of thinking and everything. And that's a bit hard sometimes for me to do is to separate those two. You know, like it's mm-hmm. hard for me to be like. Uh, like no 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 you know Louis, uh, you know uh, Chinese uh, you know like talk like uh, yeah. you know like because Nonna like I feel like the, the Nonna character she would be a bit racist she would be a bit yeah. you know yeah. but she's loving you yeah. know what I mean like that's the the thing is like you, you'll have a Nonna they'll say something like completely out of the blue completely like racist and completely like wow that's fucking that's showing that you're from 1940s and 1950s yeah. but then like they're best they're they're gonna be best friends with the neighbor who's like uh you know another yeah. ethnicity and they're gonna they be, gotta love everybody right yeah, be nice like, or bring cookies to everybody yeah, they bring cookies <laughs> and they're like and, and they love them back and then this and that but then when you when they talk about them they they say words that are like yeah okay those are not exactly the words we would say today to describe those people so i think we went a little bit on on that territory where <coughs> Like it was a bit too uh, too hot to to okay. touch at the moment, and the 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 backlash from the the people, the especially ignorant people who are yeah. going to be like, oh, yo, look at you now! You have you guys have a gay agenda and all this, and it's like it's not any fucking agenda. It's just a matter of wanting to respect other people and their choices and who they are and how they're born and however way they're fucking on this planet, yeah, in whichever way. And it's like you know, like that that like that kind of bothered me in that moment mm-hmm. where i was like oh fuck you know we tried to say something nice and positive i didn't say you know i didn't go out and say that like oh no no is uh, now uh you know she's gonna be yeah. in the next gay pride parade and all that i was yeah. just trying to say like like oh uh, you know like no matter what you should seek to love another person for whatever way they're being and whatever feelings you have that may yeah. be negative towards someone uh try and understand those because those are going to help you grow you know there you because, go and just because you have that negative feeling towards someone and their lifestyle and who they are and whatever the country they come from or whatever doesn't make it true you know yeah. and, and it, it comes down to that man perception yeah. like whatever yeah. you're like you had you want to deliver a message and it all depends on perception. Like we touched yeah. on, like yeah. one person is going to see it to the left. The other person is going to see it to the right. 
Mm-hmm. And it's all what you make it to be. And it's it's crazy, but that's exactly what what it is today. Yeah. Is that everybody has their opinion, everybody has their perception. At the end of the day, you can't please everybody. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. It's impossible yeah, to please everybody. So you can't. You gotta please yourself. That's what it is. You gotta yeah. do things that like, and that's what I realize now. It's I'm bringing it back, but I'm bringing it back in a way that's like, okay, what's going to be funny to me? What am I going to find funny? What do we want to see? Where do we want to go with this character? You know, what do we want to do? It's not going to be about like, uh, like it's not going to be content for the sake of content, you know, like uh, for me, um, especially nowadays with like the fucking Instagram is like, uh, you know, there's a lot of Italian uh, comedy uh, accounts out there. Like mm-hmm. a lot of accounts that have to do with Italian comedy and um, and they produce a lot of stuff. Like every day, every day there's a new post from a new uh, Italian comedian or a new, uh, not even just Italian comedians in general, but just there's a lot of content that's being posted every day. So it creates this urgency to have to create, you know? Yeah. And in that urgency to create, like you're the content diminishes you know eggs well yeah it's an old it's, it's over flooded of of like yeah you it's i i find that like it's flooded today it's flooded with mm-hmm. basically at the end of the day not that it's flooded but there's a lot more because mm-hmm. it's easier to to create and easier to put out there yeah and i think it's not that it's over flooded it's just it takes more time for you to go through it and filter it out and see yeah okay what do you like what don't you like mm-hmm. what are you going to pay attention yeah. to what are you not going to pay attention to yeah that's yeah. the that's yeah. the because i mean like it, it it could be the same for like fitness people mm-hmm. everybody's everybody's a personal trainer today all right yeah yeah so which one like that you agree with the most that you're going to follow like yeah. which which two or three or yeah. four people are you going to listen to whenever they post stuff mm-hmm. Because everybody has a different idea yeah. of everybody has a different message, everybody has a different idea. So what do you what do you want to do? Who yeah. do you want to follow? Who who speaks to you, you know? And yeah. And that's yeah, that's the tough part is 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 kind of filtering that out because it's it's crazy, like the amount of, you know, and then like as someone who likes to create and wants to create and wants to put out stuff, you feel like you need to do it at that speed. And that's where that's where I'm at. Like I like to take time to yeah. think things through like you know i wrote i wrote a script for like a one minute video i want to do now i'm in this and, and now i'm storyboarding it yeah you know and then i today i added the sound and i'm like okay does the joke work okay it seems to be working i showed it to two people they laughed they found it funny okay the joke's working now the next step is preparing the actual uh you know day to shoot it to get the shots to edit it together to get the sound you know it's like it's a it's a big undertaking for like one minute of video that yeah that's gonna be thrown out into this like sea of uh, people who are just taking like like this and they're just like at the you know, boom they're walking out. around and they're like hey what's up uh? and then they take that like five minutes and you know I'm not saying everyone's like that uh, yeah there's, there's but it's it's I I I believe in like uh, I believe in I'm the same way like you like I I think a lot of things through. Mm-hmm. And it's all about creating value. So what are you bringing, yeah. right? Everybody. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like you said, you're creating it for yourself. So what's, how do you want it to look? Yeah. 
like what's the final product what's the message you want to deliver yeah Yeah. Uh, you know it's the same thing like photographers right it's like i'm into photography Mm -hmm. i'm not a, a, a professional photographer but i like pictures of certain things and then a lot of people are gonna say oh well you know what you should have adjusted your camera to this instead okay but wait a minute I like black and white photos. Mm-hmm. I, I'm obsessed with black and white photos. I could have adjusted, you're right, I could have adjusted the camera to get that particular shadow more in the front end of the picture. But I don't want it to be that way. Mm-hmm. I wanted the opposite because yeah. to me, my eyes, that's what pleases to me. Yeah. So it's like, you know, everybody has like their... their yeah their own view of things and at the end of the day it's like if it's your product how do you want it to look at the end of the day so yeah yeah the the process is is everything because it's yours it's like your Mm -hmm. process right yeah yeah and art is uh i mean they say art is subjective but i I, and i believe that art is subjective there's Mm -hmm. art speaks to different people in different ways Mm -hmm. but then there's also something to be said for quality you know Exactly, and quality is a different, uh, a different word. It's a different world, you know. It's it's something that like, if there's a piece of art that like I don't usually, I don't know, say uh, I'm not crazy about like uh, a certain genre of music. Uh, you know, everyone hates on country, for example. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's just some country songs that like kind of. Uh, stem they they stand out you know there's a certain quality to them yeah that you don't experience in other country songs you know and you know and this is you could you could sense that even though it doesn't speak to you you could sense there's a quality behind it you know mm-hmm. and that's where i think like uh people kind of don't make that distinction as much anymore it's the, but that that i totally agree with mm-hmm. i totally agree with that because I'm, I'm, I think the problem today is that everybody wants everything fast. Yeah. Okay. And I, I touch on this, like on, on so many levels with so many, everybody wants everything fast and they want to indulge on 15 funny videos in 15 minutes Mm -hmm. instead of just saying, I watched a good one. Yeah, this was really good, and it stays stuck in yeah. your mind, and it's mm-hmm. it stays there, and it's like, wow, that was good. Okay, wait, I gotta go back and rewatch it because I have to see something in their brain stays there, and I think that's what people need to create more and more is more of that instead of like this high, high paced, yeah, go go go, just yeah. produce more. Let's let's do more content it's, for the sake of content. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, exactly. and that, that a lot of that is, um, is like the algorithm, you know? Yeah. Like the algorithm likes when things are consistent, it likes when things are, uh, you know, like yeah, the company like- I used to work for, uh, they do, they do that. They produce YouTube videos and essentially what they, they're going for is like, they're feeding what the algorithm wants, you yeah. know? It's like the video itself, the content is okay. Mm-hmm. It's meant to, it's clickbaity. It's like, it's meant to like, oh, fuck. 
what's this video about? You know, oh, yeah. you know, like it has a title that's like meant to catch, catch you to put you in there. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully you stay and watch the whole video. Exactly. And their thing is, okay, let's just shoot out a bunch of these videos, uh, like over, uh, you know, as, as short a time as possible and get as many people to, to stay and watch views. And, um, it's and all about the where, it's all about the likes. Yeah, yeah. The likes and the follows. I, I do the opposite. I tell people not to follow me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like don't follow That's me. Good, like yeah. who who cares? Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna like, you're gonna follow me on, on Instagram because like I'm ah whatever. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my purpose to get like for you to click like or for you to follow yeah. me. It's it's it, the, yeah, it's not that. It's I want you to listen, mm-hmm. see what, what people are saying, what you're talking about, and yeah. If you yeah. like it, eventually you're going to follow, but it's not yeah. like if you like it and then, you know, you connect to it and then someone else, uh, you know, who's of similar mind, you're going to talk to them about it. And, yeah. And then you grow organically exactly. rather than, you know, and like, like one of my, uh, one of these, uh, bits I had was like, we're, we're at a point where now where we're like, we created YouTube, right? And then YouTube. I'm talking about them, like me and you. We didn't yeah, create yeah. YouTube, but like humans created humans. YouTube. <laughs> and then uh, you, like Google, put in the algorithm to help people find videos that might interest them yeah. uh, easier. But now people are creating videos for the algorithm, and that's making shit very weird because now, like, like for example, kids. I don't know if you've ever watched, like, my nephew, like when he watches YouTube, anything to do with kids. Like when he was younger, they would put like a video for him, you know, mm-hmm. to watch on YouTube. And then that would lead to the next video and the next and the next. And then like you end up in a, a part of YouTube that's like fucking weird. It's like, <laughs> dude, it's like, I, I can't even explain. I was watching the videos. I'm like, where, like, how did we even get to this video? And the video has like 300 million views. Like, it's not even a joke. It's like, what the fuck? It's this video of like a finger family or it's, you know, and yeah, so um one of the uh weird algorithm things and you could go on youtube after but like make sure you're, you're like in incognito mode because if you search it in your uh in your own account it's probably yeah. gonna like bring up a bunch of uh these videos thinking that you have you're interested in them but it's it like these spider-man and elsa videos okay so basically the, the some people figured out that putting spider-man and elsa in the title of your YouTube video, uh, like it, it'll, it'll somehow drive people to watch drive, it. Exactly. You know, especially and, and like, it has nothing to do with that. Uh, they, I mean, you have videos where there's people dressed as Spider-Man and Elsa and their videos are weird. It's like Spider-Man, uh, pregnant Spider-Man and <laughs> Elsa. So you have like a pregnant Spider-Man and you have a frozen Elsa and then you have the Joker who comes in and oh steals, steals the baby from Spider-Man. And it's like this fucking weird shit, but they're just making it so that it goes into the algorithm. Yeah. And then eventually there's some kid who's sitting down the, the parents plop them in front of the TV and they're making YouTube just fucking play automatically. Run. And they end up on that shit. <laughs> they end up watching it and it gets 300 million views. And so the algorithm's like, okay, like, you know, it's working and people are just making videos for that part of the algorithm. So it's become yeah. like this reversed shit. It's like we created the machine and now we're creating for the machine, you know, yeah, it's like yeah, very, yeah, very yeah, strange. Yeah. You know? and <laughs> it's great. But that's, that's what, uh, <laughs> social media uh, has reached today i think yeah. it's it's yeah. crazy mm-hmm. 
so yeah, that's so I do the opposite. That's why I tell people don't follow me. Yeah, like, not worth it. Yeah, <laughs> <There's>, yeah. <laughs> like kind of like check check it out. Here's me. Check me out. Yeah. If you like it, follow, and that's it. You know. Yeah. Like, like uh, don't I don't know. Like I I can't stand when like uh, on Instagram when someone sends you a funny picture. Like uh, they send you a post. Yeah. And it's like uh, you go to click on the post and it's a private, you know, it's a private account. Yeah. And you got to request it. You got to request. And then the account has like 6.6 million followers. And you're like, ah, that's bullshit. I'm not going to fucking. And then, then it's like, you're just following this shitty meme account. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's bullshit. And it was just to watch that particular. Yeah. Just funny. that one video. And, you know, and just because of that one video that they probably stole from another artist or from someone who made it they get a follow because your friend you know like it becomes this weird game yeah 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 yeah. it becomes <laughs> it becomes wild yeah the wild game of social media the best is when you you actually see videos like uh of people how to or coaching on social media yeah. we'll coach you how to become famous on social media yeah yeah what the hell Instagram. Best practices, what? yeah. Use these hashtags. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's, you know, everyone's an expert, everyone, you know, but no one's accounting for like uh, people's paths in life, you know, like. But that's, I think no that's why we are, I think that's why where we are today, that so many people forgot that, uh, that whole thing, right? Is that you see so many people posting, posting so many so many pictures and if you actually look at an account you 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 say okay well what's this about mm-hmm. like who's this person like yeah same same location uh same colors same filter different outfit mm-hmm. so are you a fashion designer uh, a stylist mm-hmm. Or you're just somebody that likes p- taking pictures of themselves, yeah, you know? So yeah. it's like, there's so, and, and people forget the, the whole thing. Like, at the end of the day, it's like, who the fuck are you? Like, who yeah. are you? Like, what, yeah. do you, what do you do? What yeah. do you do? Yeah. What's your day to day? And I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe that's the thing is you can't, uh, there's no way in an in a Instagram account you could get every facet of who someone is, you know? It's impossible. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. But you get, you get a part of, I feel like you get a part of what someone kind of wants you to see or, you know, you know, or wants you to think yeah. they are. And that's, that's interesting. You know, like. You see what's know. going on in their minds. Yeah. You see, like, <laughs> I don't know. Like sometimes you go to an account and all, every picture is a selfie and I try not to be judgmental, but it's like. I don't know. Like, are you a little bit obsessed with you? Like, what's, I don't know. I can't like in my right mind, I have trouble even like taking the phone and like even pretending to do a selfie. You I know? can't, like, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I can't get a good picture of myself. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not photogenic right. to begin with one. And then if I try myself, it's even, it's even worse. That's it's it. Like, it becomes like, this like is this. bad. Like, yeah. This is bad. I can't do this. Like yeah. I can't put this out. Yeah. <laughs> and some like, people are like, what? they're at the fucking grocery store. They're yeah. Like, so I take, so I take pictures of like what I eat and yeah. it's 
you know, it looks yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. You know, that's why I, I like stories because I get to, uh, you know, and with stories, you put it up and it's there for 24 hours and that's it. It's done. Like now I find there's more, uh, there's so much commitment to having to post a, a picture to your actual Instagram profile because it's like, fuck, people are going to be able to see this till now until, you know, exactly. And then maybe sometimes you're just overthinking the whole fucking shebang. And, uh, yeah, that, I think that's that's a big uh, a big yeah. part of it, and that's why. And so that's why reason like I try to focus more on the shit we spoke about today. And it's like mm-hmm. mind, how the mind works. To yeah. me, that's more. It's it's weird because it's not as tangible because it's very broad, mm-hmm. but it's um, it's easier than. Uh, for me than uh, posting pictures of myself yeah oh yeah for sure. <laughs> as, as stupid as it sounds but it's yeah. true for me yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah of course you know and it's funny we're talking about that too i just started reading a book called digital minimalism okay and um like i'm kind of taking may to kind of dedicate to that uh step back from all that stuff you know okay nice because especially with quarantine like it you know it was easy to fall into because you're just you know yeah that's what you're doing you're inside what else are you gonna do you know what does this in- involve like minimizing social media or, what? Uh, or i mean uh, i'm not that deep into the book but like it's essentially you take a break from from you know your digital devices and everything and then you you return to them selectively okay like you look at them and you're like okay which ones are really bringing value into my life you know yeah yeah and like it's tricky because especially like you know if you're creating content like say this podcast or let's say you know i'm making videos for instagram it's like how do i approach instagram in a way that's productive and not gonna fucking fuck with my well-being you know exactly how do i post stuff on there like sometimes i'll uh I need to go on Instagram because I have to check someone's, uh, let's say for the meeting, for the Zoom meeting that we have to do, I have to check yeah. the number for the thing. And, oh, I got a message over there. Okay, let me check that. Oh, who is this? Oh, and I end up somewhere else. It's somewhere. <laughs> and I'm like, well, well, I had to come on Instagram for a reason. And I was like, oh, fuck. I, you know, yeah. you, you lose track. You just like end up like, yeah, you know? it sucks you in. Yeah, it sucks you in. It sucks like, oh, you in. Oh, I got a like. Oh, fuck, it, you know? it gets it gets the best out of me too. Sometimes I'm just there, and like next thing you know, I'm there for like half an hour. Yeah, and it starts with uh, you know responding to one message, and next thing you know, you're having a full blown conversation with someone on Instagram through DM. Yeah, when you realize that this is a good friend of yours. You have their number. You could easily place a phone call or it's like, why am I talking to you here? Just because I saw one of your pictures, I commented and boom, it's yeah. Yeah. You do a podcast (laughs) with them. Get them on the podcast. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So anything else, um, any other projects that uh, you're looking for uh, through your quarantine or Um, uh, basically, I mean, um the, the the main thing is like thinking about none in a different way you know to, yeah. in a more creative way that's going to entice me to do it not thinking too much about how it's going to be perceived even though uh, we've always had positive reception perception you know yeah it just shows you how your brain fucks with you and says <laughs> okay it was good before but this one's gonna suck and yeah. i have that i have that thought with every project you know like okay yeah just because you did that one good this one's gonna suck for sure and then like people you know, they respond positively and then 
you know so it's always dealing with that you know you know what i think i think i think you you need to have a sit down with nana yeah talk to her yeah see see you know like one-on-one see how she feels yeah and you know maybe get some some advice from you know her or get like wisdom from nana you know sure 100% (laughs) you're 100% right you have to channel have to channel that that nana wisdom you know and you know what she's gonna say she's it's good to do it you know i mean in the end uh you know what's left right exactly there's just you gotta if you have an idea i think you should try your best to to attempt it you know yeah so i have a question i have a question right there on that spot there because you brought Mm -hmm. it up that's a question i like asking people Mm -hmm. is in 10 years from now where do you see yourself oh my god in 10 years i'm gonna be 46 um fuck you know, it's funny because I was like talking with my girlfriend and I'm like, my girlfriend's very, she's very good at um, planning. Okay. Uh, she's amazing and uh, she does things oh, very or, well. Whereas you don't plan? Whereas I'm like, fuck, I have trouble. Like if I wake up in the morning and she asks me, so what, what are you going to do today? I get anxious because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think it through yet, you know? <laughs> So to think like, where am I going to be in 10 years? Like, I don't know. Like if you were to ask me that 10 years ago, like in 10 years ago, it was like basically when we created Nanna. I was like, you know, that I, 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 w- I always wanted to uh, do, I, lo- I love animated cartoons. I love film. I mm-hmm. love anything that's like uh, wacky and, you know, like out there. And so I'm, my hope is that in, in 10 years from now, I'm still creating and what I'm creating is wholesome and what it's spreading is love. It's positivity. It's getting people to think. Cause I think we have to look at all facets of life. I think that's important. I think it's more than just like, uh, you know, I know there's a positive thinkers and I think having a positive mindset is very, very important to living a, a good life, but also we, there's things that we deal with, you know, and it's not about like, ignoring what you're dealing with it's about uh facing it head on so um yeah in 10 years if there's anything i would love is to just have a space and have a um uh an outlet as well where uh the resistance between having the idea and then having the final product is greatly minimized yeah that would be the ultimate thing like and i think that's the practice we're having right like yeah i mean you're going to continue your podcast and with every podcast you're going to get better yeah you're going to get better and it's going to get better and you're going to you know it's It's ever evolving ever evolving yeah yeah and then you're going to get to a point where like you have an idea and then the idea is going to be uh you know done and now it's about reducing that time you know yeah exactly and i think that always expands and contracts because like i was at a point when nanda maria was like that was like okay i have an idea let's do this and then like you know uh within a couple of weeks times we had a video you know and it's like so i want to kind of get that back but without breaking my head too much yeah you know? for sure without burning out without like without over time. overthinking it like in, <laughs> in uh in uh without overthinking it but in a negative way 
Exactly. Like overanalyzing it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to do this. Oh, I have to do this in a week. You know, like it, take your space that you need, you know, yeah. don't feel so bad about like, you know, not being the hustler that the world wants you to be. You know? like, <laughs> exactly. You go on LinkedIn. I can't go on LinkedIn. All I see is those videos of people like, Hey, you got to hustle. You got to work hard, work 16 hours a day. And it's like, ah, no, that is, that, that doesn't speak to me. You know, like, exactly. What speaks to me is being able to, to have that balance between like having a conversation with someone and then like, maybe like, you know, like maybe later on, like a nugget from this conversation is going to inspire me to do something and, you know, connecting those dots. And I find like that doesn't happen if you're always like too fast paced or, you know, exactly. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It works for some, but not for everybody. Exactly. Yeah. And if, if it does work for some, you have to, in my opinion, it removes the, the human element to it. Mm-hmm. And once you remove the human element to it, well, how long is it going to, how long is yeah. it going to speak to people or work for people? Yeah. That's my, uh, my yeah, take bef- on it. Before you have to get onto the next, whatever, you know, the next, the uh, hot stuff, the so. next trend or whatever it yeah. is. But yeah, yeah, that's an interesting question. Now. Yeah. To, uh, well, it's okay. Cause I, I, I ask people yeah. and then some people ask it back to me. Yeah, I was just about to actually. And I'm and, not just saying. And I always have the same answer: is I don't know. Yeah. I I, I honest I like I have a general idea, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't I can't say this is what I want to do because it's it's always it's always changing, mm-hmm. and I always have a list of projects that's going on. Yeah. And the, the, what I put first always changes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, at yeah. one point, at one point, if you remember, there was my, my whole music thing that was, right. that was yeah. going on and I put that and then something else came up and I put yeah. that and then, okay, well, I'll wait, I'll go back to the music and then I'll go back to this. So it's, it's always changing and it always goes with my moods Yeah, and it always, it's, it's always going to change. And I think that's yeah. uh, the way my brain works and on top of it, it's, uh, I think it's what keeps me going is that mm-hmm. it's always changing. It's always going in different directions. And then, yeah, I pull it to one direction. And so yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's as simple as that. My answer. Uh, I feel, I feel you on that one, man. It's tough to, you know, it's tough to, to stay like on one thing, you know? Yeah. Cause you want to explore too. And that's a bit too wild. Not, why not know is like a little bit of the, I'm like, oh, let me explore my own. What, I, what other ideas I have that are not related to Italian Canadian culture that have to do with myself and what I experience, yeah. you know, and you know, and now it's like going back to Nana because it's like, okay, Nana is uh, something that I feel is not finished. And I want to be able to bring it somewhere where I feel like, okay, this is good. You know, this is, you know, like yeah. I want it to be like a good, like it won't ever be perfect, but it'll be something that people could, could watch and get and garner positivity from and good feelings and, you know, laugh at stupidities. And that's the hope, you know, maybe even feel a bit sentimental. I don't know. You know, <laughs> well, you know what? I, I always have this, this thing is if you want to do something, the hardest part is actually getting it started. Yeah. 100%. Just do it, do it yeah. and, and yeah. let it, once it starts flowing, you're going to see that I think 
like yeah. like with everything else in the world right mm-hmm. or like if even if you want to like you know like i go back to relationships how many people stick around in shit ass relationships yeah just because they're 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 they can't break from that barrier it's like okay if i'm done or I need something new, or I need something better, or this is what yeah. I want. So, yeah. And then once they do, they're like, "Oh my god, this! I've, why did I wait so long?" Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Solves that reaction. So. Yeah. 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 Fantastic, man. All right. So, yeah, uh, I know you have an interesting Instagram. Where do people? Where could people find you? Uh, I don't know if it's that interesting. I think I yeah, it's interesting. No, no, but I saw your picture of the St. Lawrence River with the horses the other day. It was, oh, yeah, fan- yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. It made yeah. me laugh. <laughs> yeah, I do it more. I do more stories than I do actual posts there. But, yeah. Uh, like my last two, my last post was like a meme post that I, uh, I, I put together from uh, Mad Max, the film there. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I had this stupid idea, and I sat down and I. I shot it out, but uh, yeah. So the Zimpa is the is my Instagram, and then you have Nanda Maria's Instagram, which uh, oh my God, looking it up right now. Nanda Maria TV. Okay. So that's where you could uh, see more Nanda Maria stuff. We posted uh, something not too long ago where uh, you know uh, having to do with the, the quarantine, and <laughs> it's like a meme. Now we're essentially the focus right now is memes and shorter videos. Yeah, and building that up to more long form videos where we could have the time to tell an actual story. You know, okay. that's what nice. I want to do. I want to be able to tell like I have these stories with none of that I want to tell. Uh, but to get there, uh, I think we have to uh, build the smaller form content first, you know. Okay. So the nice. idea is to do like these little videos of like one to two minutes. Maybe uh, we're thinking about doing live videos, too. Nice. Just yeah. Having Nanda Maria, you know, that's again, you know, that's why I have like the green screen here, the microphone, yeah. the light set up just so we could like see how we could do like a live video. That's, that's nice. more than just Nanda just like talking to the camera. It's like having, you know, the, the feeling I want people to get is you're watching something with Nanda. Yeah. So okay, nice. The idea would be like to get like a piece of content, a little a video or something that Nanda could react to. Mm-hmm. And people could join in live and watch the video with her. And she's commenting and people are commenting and she's commenting on people are commenting. So it kind of create that sort of yeah. uh, aliveness, you know? Yeah. That, uh, and uh, also I think things are kind of going in the direction, you know, like live, you have Twitch TV, you have uh, exactly YouTube live. So just to be able to explore, you know, a bit. Yeah. It's getting, it's, it's getting up there and it's more, uh, almost more personalized you're engaging people right yeah so you're getting that engagement other than that uh you know that uh click like or comment mm-hmm. people are actually engaging into yeah and so many people are doing this now because of this quarantine you know people are hosting shows they're hosting uh uh they're you know they're, whatever they're hosting parties whatever it is and then you have people that are engaging and yeah it's it's uh it's i think it's going to be the new way of uh of uh interacting for a while <laughs> i think so yeah yeah so yeah it's interesting man it's interesting it uh it's definitely allowed for some interesting conversation ways of you know yep. reaching out and uh, it's pushed uh, a lot of you know uh i think netflix introduced like this thing where you can watch movies together like on the li- like wa- like watch parties watch parties yeah. okay yeah yeah, 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 yeah i think that's interesting i've seen that i've seen that, that yeah 
I feel like that's something that's been missing from film was the film and TV shows in general is the fact that like before you had to wait till the show aired on TV to watch it and everyone yeah. would watch it at the same time and everyone would be on the same page. And now it's like, uh, oh, bro, did you watch the, you know, did you watch Game of Thrones? Oh, what season are you at? Oh, okay, you're all the way there. Okay, I won't spoil it. Okay, you know, like, what do yeah. you think? You know, it's like everyone has to be careful about what people are watching because no one's like at the same like uh part of it you know exactly so i i think watch parties would be interesting too like uh yeah i think it's a i think it's a good concept to uh to look into for sure for sure for sure yeah Yeah. it's nice to watch movies with people i think (laughs) they're meant to 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 be consumed in a in a group you know exactly so you know sometimes you watch a good movie you watch it by yourself but it's it's um who do you talk to after who do you talk to who, after? who do you talk who do you to you sh- would you what yeah. do you think about this right yeah, you know you have to find that other person who watched that obscure random movie you found on netflix because you typed uh, the real movie that you wanted to watch wrong <laughs> so you watch this other movie and you're like oh fuck that was pretty interesting but yeah. no one sells to see it you know all right so thank you very much for uh for joining the uh yeah, thanks for the, having me, man. Yeah, it was, it was a su- nice super surprise to, we went, to hear from you. And yeah, we went a bit everywhere, but it was good. That's the way I like it. And uh, no holds bar. I took a pee break in the middle. It was Amazing. fantastic. Amazing. This is exactly the way I wanted. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I love it, man. Thank you for having me, dude. I really Perfect. enjoyed it. It was and, a pleasure, uh, and uh, yeah, thanks for for coming on. Interesting mind as always. So, ah, thank you, man. And uh, you know, after this, uh, we go smash that coffee. Uh, you know, Hof- hopefully soon. Hopefully yeah. soon, because uh, that's one thing that I'm missing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was fun. Hey, those times when I was working at Olympico, and you would come with uh, your dog. How is was, your dog, by the way? He's good. He's good. He's, good. he's fantastic. Yeah, you would stay at the window, and yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. He's he's living the life because I'm home all the time, right? So oh, yeah, that's, uh, it. that's <laughs> it. That's too. We have a little uh, a little mutt, and she loves it. That uh, you know, nice. They were just home, and it's amazing. Perfect. All right, dude. All right. So thank you very much again. Thanks. uh, Thanks for having me. Be safe. You too, my friend. All right. Ciao, brother. Bye-bye.